want us to do a joint mic test? I think so. Yep, guys, this is imagine two episode ten, like wow. two digits. You know, he said that in the beginning of every episode. What? Imagine to go episode seven. Imagine to go episode No, because seven. we just started using like a joke. And now, all of a sudden. Huh? All of a sudden. 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 Yes, yes, yes. Welcome to another episode of Banta Oba Brand. Hi, guys. We, are, we always forget <laughs> to introduce ourselves. So my name is Alice Kanji. And um, <laughs> it's Miss Musao. <laughs> I'm Alexia Musao. <laughs> Welcome to episode 10 of Banta Oba Brand. Wow, 10 episodes, season one. It feels like a dream. You know, we've been very consistent. We have. We have. We've only skipped one weekend and it was my birthday weekend. But uh, that that should... I just understand, guys. But you know, I was telling someone, like, we started the podcast two months ago and we're on episode 10 and they're like, oh my God, you're so consistent. Yeah, <laughs> it's not yeah, easy. But we know... show up, we do show up. <laughs> but yeah, one we have a lot of episode fun. episode 100. Wow. <laughs> At 100. But it's coming. But you guys, like uh, what we posted on social media on Wednesday, our fans and listeners make doing this so much easier yes. and so much. Uh, it's so worth it after it all. Ma- today we've received cupcakes. Yeah, before Can we you move further, guys, it, eh? you guys gave us our mm. first PR package. As we asked for voice notes, but people went a step ahead yeah. to give us cupcakes. A lovely listener called Imelda gave us, uh, delivered, personally delivered, delivered uh, a <laughs> cupcake package, two of them. And, yes. it's so and each package has six cupcakes. cupcakes yeah. Yeah. Wow. So oh what, what, we, we ordered double chocolate and caramel and we've had them. Spectacular. Hey, Fantabulous. Rich. I'm very picky about my cakes. Uh, I'm not a cake person. So when I eat cake, it has to be good cake. And like for the chocolate, it was so rich, so moist. So shout out to you, man, for delivering for us these cupcakes. We actually absolutely love them. And this is not a sponsored ad or anything, guys. This is just us plugging, like, this wonderful thing. You know, as yeah. we, like, at Fichangi, our fans, if you do something great for us, we're not gonna hide it, you know. Of course, we want the sponsored things, but of, we are also going to acknowledge the small things you guys do for us and keep us motivated yes. to continue with this podcast. So, shout out to her. Yes, and her Instagram mm. page is uh, Sweet Sunset Cupcakes. Uh, we'll just put in the, the description. description. So, of, yeah. you guys should check out her cupcakes and support. Unajua here we're a family and we're trying everyone aomoke, everyone to just kuomoke uh, in English. Is. <laughs> to make it. If we want everyone to succeed and so yeah, we're a we're a shout out to her for giving us these amazing cupcakes. And for listening to the podcast. Yes, and for you for listening to this podcast. Uh, how has your week been, Alice? My week has been a pretty basic week. Uh, it's been busy, but it's been okay. It's Thursday now, which means we're recording this podcast. Hey, post. Hey. And this is the second time. <laughs> Last episode, Pia, there was a problem. Let me help oh you, podcast. Goodness. Yes, we, record, we, we normally record podcasts mostly on Thursdays. And uh, before, prior, you know, work is just work. School, this is the last week of the semester, so school is done. What to an Arudishule? Not an Arudishule. Alice is not happy about that. I'm not happy about <laughs> it, but uh, as we've, we are fighting, we are fighting with this institution, eh? Yeah. Madaraka, I'm not even going to go further than that, but if you know, you know. <laughs> yeah, but it's been a pretty good week, mm. uh, catching up with 
Alexia always you know you look forward to Thursdays because at least I'm going to meet a friend of mine who's going to derail me somewhere somehow Alexia say to your chest Namzinga alafu nikisema hivyo unasema I'm the one who, by the way, I'm the, I'm the OG of, like, I'm the real, like, I'm the MVP of the podcast. I always supply drinks. I've even changed Alice's taste buds. Because she didn't used to like things like cider. And now she just told me yesterday, you know, I'm a cider person. I'm like, sis! Is it positive influence or negative? Let's ask ourselves that very important question. No, I don't force anyone to Yeah, she's the one who's been serving me shots that look like Stuart. But you know, we're a bunch of a branch. So last we always week, make sure Let me we tell have. you guys, last week after recording, a disaster. Alexia and I went enjoyment. We had cocktails. <laughs> and the next day I was traveling. To we not had... at traveling to Naivasha. To Kericho. Oh my By God. <laughs> Let's just say I slept the whole way. I just woke up to pee like in Akuru and I was like, bye. I'm asleep. That, yeah, enjoyment was intense. So that's why it's always fun to record this podcast. And then, you know, like in the morning, I had to keep reminding myself, Alexia, send the episode to Alice. <laughs> because, you know, I was like, I can leave the house, leave my laptop, and then you won't have the episode. Yeah, because she was editing, editing and posting it. And then now you text me, Alexia, the episode. I'm like, I thought I put it on the drive. <laughs> so I went quickly to the drive just to confirm it was there. Otherwise, I'm going to call an episode. So at least we work, but and we also play. Yeah. We'll make sure. And that's why we record the podcast in the late, late of, towards the week. Because we are not putting out content on Monday. Yeah, yeah. Because, you know, we need to live up to the name, Bunt of a Branch. Yeah. Eh? We talk and while we... branching and branch involves a little, a little, little kula. some little something. Hey, tumekula kula, cupcakes, nazo, tumetufilisha, samosa, chipoma, Ah, branch imeweza. Imeweza. Just something I to tell Yeah, I hope also you, you have something small. We are about to drop some knowledge and I I hope you're ready. I know you can tell from the title of the video. Alice not ask me how I am. How may we ah, I I always, I, I forget. always forgotten in this. I think we should be starting with me. So because I won't forget you. Alexia, how was you? <laughs> Oops. Okay, so how are you, Alexia? <laughs> I'm okay. Um I've had a very, as you said, basic, a very, very basic week. Like, yes, things were being done, but I was not feeling that fulfillment, you know. I was just yeah. like, is it bedtime already? I was just like... It's just been... The, the week has just... It starts and I just wanted to end, you know, the day. It was just that day. Yeah, and then, like, even waking up in the morning was... Ugh, such a I think it's because we had a heavy weekend, that's why. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and plus, yeah, I was actually very tired. You know, t- uh, traveling makes you really tired so, mm. and you don't realize and i remember when i came back on monday like i came back to the hustle and bustle of nairobi i was scared much... show, by the way let's talk about that thank you for asking <laughs> alexia is normally those people you know those girlfriends who wait for you to ask what's wrong yeah. they say ah. now that you've asked <laughs> so now and then they have a whole composition yeah show was amazing mm-hmm. like i was really excited for this trip because i was like it's not your usual it's not your ordinary it's not like i'm going to diani or i'm going to Naivasha. Yeah, you know those are, those things we are used to who goes to kericho like ooh, me <laughs> so it was very nice it was very calm it's such an amazing town the people are like really nice everyone knows each other mm-hmm. and like there's one club in kericho so i made sure of course i went to the club i had some tequila shots we didn't stay much it's Stay long. I went with uh, my girlfriend. 
<laughs> well, you know it's 2020 i have to specify, yeah, you have to specify <laughs> my friend who is a girl <laughs> she's mm. my friend <laughs> okay. Okay, yeah. yeah so we went with her and her sister and another friend of hers and we were her cousin was hosting us mm. yeah so her cousin has been working there for about four years and i'm just like yeah uh, they just left the city life and decided to yeah and i'm like this is such a plan like the life is so quiet there i feel like This is the age you can make such drastic decisions, you know. Alexia is talking like she's 40, but <laughs> no, I'm just saying like What do you mean this is the age? Like in your 20s, mm. you have a lot to play around with, you know, mm. in terms of probably your relationships are they could be solid but they're not too solid, you know. Mm. Um you don't have like a family really. Yeah. So if you get an opportunity to work <laughs> outside Mama, Nairobi, Mama, let's you. Uh-huh. <laughs> if you have an opportunity to work outside Nairobi yeah. or work abroad, ah yes. Just don't even think go. twice. You know, you're so young and there you get Actually, to learn yeah, so much. True. It really opened my mind and I was like I need to even stop closing myself. Okay. As much as life there is easier okay no, no there are not so many job opportunities mm. uh, but if you get something as it's like maybe if i get something at in because we went to such interesting places i was like imagine i'll take up those opportunities yeah and then kisumu is like one and a half hours drive from mm. kijicho so i also went to kisumu was my hometown it was really nice but i didn't feel like the heat of kisumu you know i've been told kisumu is hot oh, you went hot. at a lucky time okay, kisumu is hot. hot i wasn't feeling it but i it was really nice had fish of course for the culture <laughs> and then afternoon ilemvoa ilinyosha it was so yeah, unapologetic that's, that's the reason why it wasn't that because it rained oh Or, the breeze i don't know Con- kisumu is normally very hot so you're lucky you went at a time when it's it, it was, was okay it was so cool because like what to exaggerate yeah. <laughs> i have to definitely go back to kisumu again i feel like I i'll take you i'll the, take you back next year to, next year we're planning a trip to yeah, kisumu we need to plan a trip yeah okay. so apart from that i've had a great <laughs> alice <laughs> Alice apo anapiga vita la vikombe <laughs> na migu zake. Na mimi ndo na edit. I'm done, I'm episode. done, I'm done. Okay, continue. Ukisikia <laughs> matinti, uje tu I wasn't able to, you know. But mm-hmm. anyway, yeah, so generally it was a it was a great break from the city. Then I just came back to a very boring week, but I'm excited for the weekend. Nothing major planned, but yeah, I just feel like it will be a nice good vibes weekend. Yeah, it's good to manifest a good weekend and I hope it's gonna be a good weekend because you know after we link it's normally just from there. It's done. So today like I was saying before Alexia um said claim that I didn't Fought ask her about her, her well-being yeah. <laughs> as you can tell from the title obviously today we're talking about toxic homes and so handling that that type of energy yeah. maybe it's time for you to realize that you are in a toxic space because some people don't even realize that like oh, you're just struggling but you don't realize that this is actually not good for you yeah and so today we're just talking about that toxic homes and how to handle such situations and if circumstances force you to be in such situations then how to cope with that as well yeah and i think also how it affects you later on in life yes. because i feel like our generation is also ones who are really looking back into our childhoods and just looking for patterns that affect how we be exactly we've yeah, said it before on the podcast that a lot that happens within your life even in future as an adult without you realizing it's kind of a lot of it is um stemmed from how you were raised yes, and yes. the environment you were raised in and so yeah that's it 
I think I think it'll be it will be such a deep. I, I don't know if it'll be. I don't know. Because I'm trying to we... think about even like if I'd have personal examples. I'm like, do my family listen to this? Yeah, podcast? you and know. Like, Alexa is saying they're toxic. <laughs> But we'll try to be as authentic and as open as, as possible. possible. And yeah, let's vibe. So I hope you have your drink ready. Okay, so like we said, sometimes you may end up in a situation where you're in a toxic home and you don't necessarily know that you're actually in a toxic environment. Yeah. So yeah, we can start with explaining to guys what, um, what exactly it means to be, in to be in a toxic space or a toxic home. Okay, for me, I feel like home is meant to be your safest space you know home yeah. is meant to be the place where you can express yourself freely where you're fully accepted mm. where you're loved and you're not judged you're not condemned like i feel like you're meant to flourish the most at, at home, home yeah. so i feel that like when that is compromised continuously over an extended period of time then you're in a toxic home yeah if you're not feeling comfortable in your in your own space every time if you know that people go home and they're just yeah, i have to go, go home. home like those husbands of nairobi you know so even when you're not Alice is coming <laughs> for you in and, your bedroom. And that one we're not classifying that one. That one the toxic home it's your fault by the way. If you if you're feeling there's a difference between being in a toxic home and you making it the toxic home. Have you ever you also need to consider are you the toxic energy in that home? Hey. Just reevaluate peer wherever. Yes. And I'm not necessarily saying that uh i'm just i'm just making you look like i'm not bashing you but i'm just trying to make you realize that maybe your home is toxic because you're the reason that you're toxic but we're not gonna start from there because you're the reason that you're toxic you're the reason why the home is toxic oh my god you know you feel like you feel like okay we'll get yeah you but will get that's a that nice way okay so yeah, i feel like that's a good thing to say at the beginning of the episode so that as yeah, we go through the episode you know, you put yourself in the shoes of the victim the other people and the, you're maybe you're the person who I get you. Yeah. I get you. I get you. We'll get more deep into that later, but let's first start with, you know, reasons why, you know, toxic home itself, if you're not the problem. Yeah. Then work one. Yeah. So some of the things are just like basically even just comparison in the family or those hey, things of... African parents. Yeah. Biggest victims. Or you're made to... They're such unrealistic. You're expected to meet unrealistic standards and you're just like... And if you fail to do that, they'll bring it up on your face. And what do you like mean that. by unrealistic standards? Can you... I'm just like, okay, even the way you are saying comparison, like I said, comparison, let's say your firstborn is an engineer and where were you? You just can't. It's so It's not true. you, you know. You know how you get compared to your cousins or your siblings? Oh, you know, and your you sister know when same. she was your age, she wasn't doing these things. Oh, you know, uh, uncle Nani's so-and-so's <laughs> child. You don't even know. That. It's not even your uncle. <laughs> and you know, every individual is so different. So for me, it's unrealistic. If it's not in my being, things, kind of things that are like in terms of skill or things that people are naturally born with, don't compare me to things that, if you're comparing me to discipline or to, those are things I can learn, you know. Yeah. Time manage, those are things I can need. But if you're telling me to become an engineer. I think that that's actually the biggest unrealistic standard that that especially African homes yeah. uh, set for their children in that you know you're a creative person. I think we've already had this discussion, especially from your example, not saying that your home is toxic or anything, but well, technically, no, your home is not necessarily <laughs> toxic because you're where you are today. Yeah, you know, they accepted not, yeah. who you are. But the point where... I think we we we're we're getting all out of that culture slowly but surely. But you know how you want to venture into something that's way against you know the family tradition of law and um, medicine. medicine and architecture and all these other courses. You want to do uh, digital marketing or you want to pursue. 
There was a time I told my parents I want to do literature and eh, the response I got, disastrous! What is literature? You know, <laughs> and I mean. I'm not saying the fact that they say no is means, means yeah. that they're toxic. You know, people need to re- get the difference between, because at the end of the day, that's how they were raised, yeah. to, to believe that, you know, this is how you're supposed to do. If you're not a doctor, if you're not an engineer, then you're not successful. So it's also the willingness to unlearn some some old habits from parents, yes. their ability to unlearn um, how, you know, things used to work and realize that that's not how things work necessarily in this day and age. Yeah. But, uh, uh, but that forcefulness of, you know, you have to do this and even after you finish your degree, you you still have to continue doing that. You know, you know some most parents say, do this degree and then you can still do it as a hobby. Yeah. And then you know if the hobby overrides the degree, then sure ahead, go ahead with it. Uh, I'm not necessarily saying that's okay, but um I'm pretty sure if your parents are not necessarily understanding what you're saying, like no, leave that thing in, leave it, don't do pursue it at all. It's going to mess up with your life. And I think that's one of the energies that can prove to you that your home is a bit more toxic Toxic. for you. Yeah. Okay. I feel like yeah, yeah, sorry. sorry. Um just as you were saying, you know, your first degree is usually Probably what your parents will pay for. You know, you can pay for your second degree. And I always feel like a first degree is... I wish I knew this before. (laughs) It shouldn't be exactly... If it's what you're passionate about, good for you. If it's not, I feel like your first four years of university is just to take you away from high school and start introducing you to life. And networking and just Mm. how to live in the real world. So whatever you get as your first degree is just a minor than to the experience that you'll have gotten over That's those true. four years in, in campus. That's very true. So let's say you've done your first degree and now you want to go, you figure out your passion. You know, you can figure it out along the journey yeah. of uni. And then you go do something that your parents are just like, hmm, uyo, si So I feel like it becomes toxic if they keep bringing it up, one thing, or look down on you. You know, even in family functions, you can tell, like, let's say you're People being introduced. And like, this Please is my lovely daughter, her. my pilot. This is the, no, even pilot yeah. is not really regarded. This is the lawyer. She passed her bar exam. No, mingine ata siju amenda kusoma vitu zingine. You know, you can, like, such things and comp, comp um, over the time when someone continues to make such comments and look down upon you, yeah. I feel like that's when now it becomes like, hey. And I think as a human being, you're able to tell. Whenever I tell this person about this, they get angry. So, you mm. know, you, out of your own, you know, well-being, you should, you should like, if this person knows that this upsets you, this mm-hmm. doesn't sit right with your soul, and they go ahead and repeat it over and over again, that that's probably a toxic environment. And again... I want people to know that a toxic environment doesn't mean the person is toxic themselves because that's just how they've been raised. That's yeah. just how they've been taught to believe because our parents didn't grow up. Their times were way different than ours. Yeah. But you I also know. feel like there's a thin line to that as well because mm. as much as the person is not to- toxic, I feel like if I sit down, um, my mom, or I sit down with my sister and I tell her, I just don't like how you talk about this. It affects me this and this way. Mm. I feel like you should accept the way my choices. As long as I'm not killing anyone, you know, I mean, yeah. I, I'm, I'm fending for myself or I'm able to support myself, accept my choices, and just watch your words around this certain topic and then someone can once you've educated someone you know yeah. then they have no excuse over over time okay uh, but how would you suggest you deal with uh unsupportive families like families that don't support your ventures now that we're on the topic um it's 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 really tricky they, I mean. there's, there's lack of support first do people should people know that they're supposed to support you or are you supposed to remind people to support you in your ventures especially if it's family in terms of 
business or in yeah. terms of just my pursuits both i feel like there's that support that can just come like i see you i'm rooting for you go ahead you're doing a good job even if you're not buying because maybe you you don't like what i'm selling mm. or you're not my target market or stuff mm. like that or if i'm pursuing something that's as long as you're seeing i'm doing something that's making me happy and that i'm actually achieving what i want to achieve then i just think that occasional hey alexa i see you i see what you're doing like see that like i have people who say hey alexa i see you have a podcast maybe they don't listen to the podcast but just seeing and acknowledging that you're seeing what i'm doing and mm. giving me that you know cheering me on that's good enough that's and i don't know i don't know if i should expect it i feel like life don't expect much from people <laughs> i know there's always that battle of i know you're not supposed to expect people things from human beings because human beings are often disappointing but then again i think we're wired in a way to expect support from people who you think you deliver the same level yeah. of support to but i've just learned to detach like Because, you know, again, you focus so much on the people who have not supported you. And then you realize you have thousands of people who are cheering you on. I'm like, okay, let me just focus on these guys who are actually rooting for me. And this one, two, three people, we can move on anyway. But yeah, like, I think even like now going back to family, I think even Mm. that thing of criticism and, you know, when you criticize someone, it should come out from a place of love. And I think even, I don't know if it's in the Bible, that it says even when you're beating a child, you're not beating the child, you're beating the mistake. People used to use that ever use it. Fuck, I think it's from the Bible. I'm not sure. So I feel like, though as much as it sounds crazy and it's been repeated over and over again, I feel like it's, it's you feel when someone is actually correcting the mistake or when they've separated you from the mistake rather than someone just coming to bash you as a person. Exactly. Yeah. Even going back to when we talked about the unrealistic standards that family or uh, homes can put for yourself, because again, we acknowledge that uh, homes don't necessarily mean your families. There are some of you who don't necessarily live with your families, but you're put in a home. A home is just somewhere where you live and people around you. Yeah. So going back to that point of um, unrealistic standards, there are standards that especially black people uh, put on their families um especially when you make it and i think everyone goes through this there's a point in their lives that most people go through this and it's where now that you're starting to gain a salary your uncles and aunts from i don't know where that have never come into your life all of a sudden they appear now you're expected to all to pay school fees for i don't know how many people you're supposed to now accommodate (laughs) three three other people in your house because (laughs) you can't make it and then all of a sudden, you, you want to forget about family. But where was the family when I was struggling to get to the point where I was getting to, you know? I just feel like it should be... It should... Okay. I tried to put it like if it was me, who, let's say, I had younger siblings, and let's say we have a really poor background, and then I make it. Yeah. Okay. I'd be like, okay, that I can support my parents. Yeah, in, 100%. In, in taking my siblings to school. But... At the same time, I shouldn't lose myself in all that. In that, I think it should be courteous and not at in our demand. Now you are the one who's doing this. Konza watu washags wakianza kuku call, and you're like, um... when I was struggling, you never used to call me to check up on me. You never used to. Then all of a sudden, you're expecting now I'm the bad person for deciding not to support. Even if you used to call and check up on me, you're not entitled to my exactly. money. Exactly. It should people make out, it look like you're entitled. Exactly. It should come out more of. 
I'm actually doing you a favor, honestly. Yeah. Because I could have chosen to go and drink my money at Milan. Yeah, people now want a salary. <laughs> and yeah? now you want me every month, I'm sending yeah, you 10K, now, now 10K, 10K, you are making a salary from them. Like, like if you ask once in a while, if it's yeah, a harambe or... And it's beneficial. I know you're spending this money on beneficial things. Uh, maybe just once in a while, yes, fine. But, but now, now you're earning, earning a salary. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> now you're earning a salary off me. I think that's very questionable. And I think as a person, you should also f- feel that, wow, okay, maybe I'm using this person a bit too much. Because yeah. that's that's basically using someone. You're not necessarily doing it because you love me. You're doing it because you need something from me. Yeah, and even I say when I start, like, if when my salary is stable and nini, nini, I'd have a percentage that I, like, give my mom or, you know. But, like, I feel like even as a parent, you should be able to... I know emergencies do pop up once in a while, but it's quite at a, come on, may agree, a certain amount of money. Every mid-month, you're still, you're asking for a top-up, and we both agreed, exactly. this is what I'm going to be giving you per month. This is what I'm comfortable with my current salary giving you. Imagine that's how people end up losing touch with their families. Yeah, because it's manipulative. You feel I'm is. being manipulated, like I'm being used literally and you know as a child sometimes you look at these things like why don't we ever talk to auntie nani anymore why don't we ever go visit and then you don't realize it because um, you're thinking i how would you but as as i grew up i realized i I never used to understand why how people can lose family ties like Mm. how can you lose ties with your your brother or your Mm. uncle because that's family but then as i grow older i realize i i totally understand the people who have opted to deter- detach from themselves from fa- family. Yeah. Not necessarily because they want to, but because it's more of... Family is not is no longer family. Yeah. It's more of dependency. And, and yeah, exact Dependency, yeah. And it's like someone has become a leech. Exactly. Uh, to, you know. I no longer judge people who lose touch with their families because I understand why you would do that. Yeah, especially even from a point of abuse. You know, you can see someone doesn't talk to their mom, but all through their life, they've been abused by their mom. Exactly. You know, this thing of, like, verbal and abuse. The, uh, and the way they put it, actually, ah, the, I'm a kiburu squeeze. He doesn't mm. want to talk to the family. Now he wants to act like he's grown up. But... Imagine, I think it's I'd perfectly okay to remove <laughs> yourself from certain situations because, like, I, I know of an instance of, like, a, a guy who's, like, who is to be like called names by his mom mm. from a very young age and you mm. can see it has affected him even today today to date, he doesn't believe in and he's like in his 40s and this is someone who is struggling with self with identity with acceptance yeah. and all this even starts affecting relationships with you. you know imagine your mom has been abusing you all through your childhood you get a wife you even don't respect your wife or you feel like your wife you don't is know your what a mom. healthy home looks yeah, like yeah you don't know what a healthy home and this is why these things things that we struggle with as adults always stem back to how we were raised exactly. some of the things that, and some of these things happened when we were so young that we were so traumatized that sometimes when you forget your it's mind so forgets to protect you. Yeah. Until now, you start going for things like therapy or people start talking to you about something. They're like, oh, okay. Then your mind starts remembering, hey, I actually passed through this as a child. In and fact, it's crazy. Yeah. In fact, there's a podcast I was listening to. It's actually a Kenyan podcast, but I don't necessarily want to mention the name. Um, where the person was saying that growing up, they've never necessarily had a good father figure who gets to... Yeah, teach them properly how to be a good father. He's never had a good father uh, in their life. He's never had he's an example, an of, example a good of a good father. You know, the dad has always been cheating on the mom oh. or has not been there for him. And so, and in his experiences, he's seen 
people, uh, marriages always fail around him. Like, yeah. You know, his dad is a, his dad's marriage failed and um, his uncles and, you know, so for him, it's very hard for him to look at marriage a different perspective and to him it's affected him to the point where he says, I'm never getting married and I hope the person who I end up with knows that I'm never getting married. I don't even think I'm going to have a long-term commitment. But that's that's all they know, you know, mm. that's how... And now they're afraid. And now they're afraid. they're protecting they know, themselves. You remember what we were saying last episode? You you really feel like you're protecting yourself. Yeah. But I don't necessarily think it's protection. It's fear. It's fear. It literally is fear. And now that you've brought that up, uh, there was a discussion that was going around about mothers who decide to leave the home. Mm. In terms of uh, if you're a woman and you're being physically abused by your husband, you know, mm. there's always that narrative. Oh, just stay because of the kids. Mm-mm. And at the end of the day, you expose Is your kids for you? to more more of that, seeing you going through that. Yeah. That affects them. And later on, they end up hating you. So you see, you're like, you are trying, you thought you're protecting them, but these but kids are first damaged and they hate you. Yeah. Living is usually, you know, and sometimes even your partner could end up killing you, uh, probably remarry, men will exactly. remarry, leave your kids stranded and they'll hate you and resent you like white wouldn't mom just leave. I think the worst thing you can ever do to yourself is knowing that you're in an abusive relationship or an abusive home and decide not to leave because yeah. you think you're doing the right thing not yeah. leaving. But n- n- if it does not benefit but if it does not benefit you if you feel like man if it if you know that the wrong thing to do was is to stay you know that you're being emotionally physically or any other type of abuse you're experiencing you know that you're in a toxic home and you choose not necessarily because of circumstances that force you to stay, but you choose to stay because of, oh, you know, I need to protect my my kids. I need to yeah. do this. I think it's going to come bite you in your back. Really bad. Really. I, I don't know why I read those stories. And it was so deep. And I never saw it like that. Like your kids end up presenting you rather than if you had just left and you'd have been a bit more happier. Yeah, they and wonder uh, why, 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 why didn't mom have the courage to... Yeah. You know, it even affects your child's confidence in future. Like, exactly. Oh, now how do I... And how do you even how do you even have the strength to tell them to not give up if you if you if you can't do it yourself? You yeah, know? yeah, if yeah. Because be if you walk out, it will be so it will be so courageous of you. Yeah, like even them, they'd be like, "My mom is my yeah. hero," or my dad. You know, some men actually. So just think about <laughs> that. You know? Yeah, and another thing I want to mention about like we've talked about verbal abuse when you're just being called names, gaslighting, being manipulated, and stuff like that. There's also sexual abuse. Mm-hmm. sexual abuse many cases you know my mom always says mm. it's someone you know the chances of a stranger coming to rape you are usually very it's always someone you know it's always someone you know and it's usually in the home setup most sexual abuse um victims Jesus, yeah. are young people who are abused from inside their homes the comfort and this and that's home why, is going to be your safe place yeah, and that's why it really affects them deeply because this is someone you trusted exactly. someone who you think no it can't be happening to me it's so hard for you now to even trust at the time even in in my teenage ages like oh i think i was 15 16 yeah and i was in shags and I started playing with these guys and not guys, but people, you know, these are people who I trusted. I mean, these are my cousins, they're distant cousins, but cousins regardless. And uh, people who are in the home. It was basically people who I thought, ah, they can never do anything to me. These are people who are just, you know, mm. in my grandma's house. 
And then the, so one of these guys told me, ah, you know, let's go to this, let's climb. You know, my my shack does a lot of rocks, yeah. yeah. So we do a lot of hiking on here and there. Let's go to this place and hike. And I was like, oh, that's chill. Yeah, I'm gonna come. <laughs> uh, because Oy. but but it's someone who I didn't think much of because but. At that point, he had already put me as a profile picture for some reason. But me, I thought, ah, you know, it's just family, friends, you know, buddies, everything. <laughs> the you know? And then I told, I went and told my siblings that, oh, yeah, I'm going to hike with this guy. And uh, we're going to, I don't know where. He had told me we're going to this other rock. So I was like, oh, okay. My siblings, let me tell you, my cousin came and put me, before you go with him, just come, I tell you something. And she told me, don't go with that boy anywhere. He, he has ever done this to me. Oh, and no. this and that. And uh, I, I highly think that mm. he might have the same intentions with you. Mm. Don't trust him. And my the, the weird part, the worst part is when I went to my siblings as well, they told me that don't go anywhere with that person. Mm. And at that time, it sounded so why would they tell me not to go yeah, with them? Yeah, you know, but you know, can't think of it. I'm like, wow. I might have put myself in a situation where someone who I trusted yeah. and was I, I considered family might have done the Humble, most to me yeah. and have done the most to someone else. Yeah, imagine. You know, rapists are not rapists walk among us. It's not it's not normally someone who you, you don't necessarily know. Yeah, they are just literally under your nose. It's crazy. It's actually crazy, and I think that just made me realize, like, wow. Yeah. It it you, happens. Let me tell you, it really, really happens. And I feel like even me in the family setup of the family that I'm going to have, I'm just like, I just want me and my family. This thing of relatives coming to sleep here and me, I've gone to work, I've left my yeah. husband's brother, I don't know how. Um, I like family, but no, I just feel like for boundaries and just because you don't know what happens, honestly. Yeah, exactly. And this demon of being a rapist is it can catch anyone so i'm not giving anyone any chance and even in terms of also guys you'll find guys who have been raped by their house girls yeah and you know people always say that most guys always lost say their virginity to older people and to their house and nine times and some most times it's like to their house and so i'm like you know when you are when you're a teenager and you're saying like wow that's so cool but when you grow up you're like that's some pedophilia it's not Cool. Nothing cool about that. Did you? I saw. Uh, was it Exchandela who had posted a video? And it was. It was creating some uproar because it was like people are like, as much as th- that t- situation is happening, he shouldn't have posted the video because it was quite insensitive. Mm. So like, it was like a girl like kissing a boy who's like four years, three years, and not kissing at the cheek, lips. Like any white bothers people. What? What is that? As this like events, I'm so scared. Like. I'm going to check all my nephews. <laughs> Girls are just like, hmm. Because now they can't even talk about it. Then you find someone is so addicted to sex. Someone is so... Because mm. these are things that happened to them when they were so young. They didn't even understand what was happening. Exactly. I, I'm saying, just pray. Pray, pray, pray for your families and pray for your homes. But yeah, guys, these things are actually happening. And that one for sexual abuse was really for me it was like yeah because i know a lot a lot of cases start from and the sexual home. abuse is also can also be done with your partner yeah okay just because they want sex if it's not consensual and you're not in the mood you're allowed to not be in the mood and say no thank you and no just because you're married doesn't mean they're entitled to your body you know yeah and these are things now even affect you when later on now when you're an adult and you actually start having sex but because that time when you were young 
your no was not hard. Yeah. So you just end up sleeping with everyone else. Or some people now start sleeping with many guys to take control. Yeah, I've actually seen to that. To feel That's I'm the thing. one in control, you know. Yeah. yeah. And they try and make it look like it's sexual liberation, but really it's trauma. It's, it's how trauma. you're dealing with some trauma that you had in the past. Yeah. And there's also this theory. I feel like we were supposed to research on it, but <laughs> anyway, the podcast would have been a bit too long. But yeah, there's this attachment theory and it really comes from how we were raised and the the just the family setup and it affects us in different ways you know you can be securely attached where you you believe in yourself in a past as a person and you're a strong person yeah. and you're okay because from your family you received love you received affirmation those mm. are your biggest support system and then now there's the other three types of attachment i think we can do a segment on that one day yeah we probably will but where where you're not you're you're not okay you know and now this starts to affect how you relate with your friends, how you relate with your partner. And for me, I think that's one of the reasons even when it comes to dating, I'm usually like, why I need to study this man? Because <laughs> there are things I want him to do for me and it's because of a lack that I had probably at home. Yeah. And I'm like, why is he not meeting that need? And that's actually, the child in me that wants to be fed. Actually, I've seen studies before that say that you mostly look for things that you lack in other people, mm. especially your partner. Yeah. And you may not know what that thing is, but this is just a wake-up call for you to to look back and think what really affects you because even you may not know it but if you look deep into it you know that damn that one experience that i went to is why i'm this way today. yeah and i feel like that's why we're in this era where we need to normalize therapy for me every time i thought about therapists be like hey, these are psychos who need to just pray and fast yeah and like god will sort out your issues <laughs> thank god yeah, for, for for growth because i'm like those people i need therapy personally i feel like we need to unpack certain things you know yeah and these days i'm sure there are apps that link you to therapists and in a more affordable way because they're not going to act like therapy is eh, cheap that's the only not. issue that we have yeah you know, therapy is not affordable especially in africa and you know more, nine times out of ten insurances don't even cover, cover therapy that, costs. Yeah. and i think we need to change that narrative but the only thing right now that we can possibly do is try if you notice that you're in within a toxic space within a toxic if some of these signs are showing up in your life then it's probably high time you try figure a way to put yourself out of that situation if you're able to get yourself to move out to yeah. leave that person who's a toxic environment for you to leave that you know if you can't do that i'm high i highly recommend you doing that but again we're not gonna act like we don't know what your situation yeah the circumstances that force you to say maybe you're not financially able to leave their toxic environment maybe you're not so um how exactly do you cope if you're not able to leave the toxic environment that you're in i think one of the things that we can i know it's easier said than done but just communicating and just Mm. saying imagine you're not going to talk to me like that like even me i I feel like i've reached a point eh, there's a way my mom can speak and I'll be like, we're adults here. Yeah? We, we just don't do that, you know. Mm. And I know it sounds like, oh my God, your parents will break hell yeah. in that house and call all your aunties and say, you talk back nowadays. But I'm like, at the end of the day, they'll be so shocked that you actually, actually spoke yeah, up. They'll like, they'll be, be like, oh my God. I think people forget that parents are human beings. Yeah. Yeah, as I grew up, I'm, I, I look, I'm like, wow. They are actually she's really just normal you know <laughs> she's flawed like she doesn't really. know everything yeah <laughs> she doesn't you know and just i feel like if you and now i feel like at that point now when communication has kabisa refused to work out and now the toxicity is to the point that you even suicidal you know sometimes it's like really deep i feel like mm. you just have to detach yourself i mean even if it means 
looking for a job or just staying with a friend for a while just to get out of that toxic space and i'm telling you at this point i can't even advocate for cutting off family completely like with yeah, that big scissors yeah it's so true there's some families i'm telling you just, they're just toxic to the point of no redemption and uh, this life is yours you no, know, you don't choose your family. Family is chosen for you. So if that's an environment you don't want to be in, don't force yourself to be in it. Yeah. Like, and that don't feel obligated to if they're not beneficial to you. And as much as we're saying, okay, like you can cut off guys, uh, it's not at the easiest at thing. You, you'll you do it and then also you'll feel empty. Because I mean, yeah. we all crave for a love and a connection. And, you know, as you said, family is chosen for you. So at the end of the day, if you have so many friends, you want that love and connection from people that you actually share blood with. Yeah. So I need people to know that you'll have to be able to, to deal with the emotions of cutting off or like relocating to another country and changing your number. Like, yeah. Just <laughs> it's know it won't be, be easy. It's not going to be easy. Not gonna be easy. Not You're going to yeah. start another journey now of healing. Mm. And that's a whole other story. Mm. But you have the strength within you. Yeah. Yeah. That's mm. true. It's so deep. But it's. I feel like it's a necessary conversation because, you know, we always think ah, toxic friends, toxic partners. But family is so complicated because these are people. This is your mom. This is your this dad. Your, it's this 10 times harder sister. to just walk away. What it's do 10 you times mean harder I should? to just. Yeah, walk away. But at the end of the day, you can't be. It's for you. Hating the fact that you've woken up alive because of someone else you know yeah. at the end of the day if everything else in your life has told because of that one relationship then seek your happiness and don't feel like you can choose your you can have a chosen family and that's just basically friends and just the good and healthy people around you that exactly. make you come out your as the best self. version of best authentic version of yourself yeah, hey, mm. topic in yeah, it's so deep. It's so deep. We even forgot to even took shots before this. Yeah, zime zina come out cow is done. Yeah, too. But I, yeah, it's so deep because I know families. Eh, I'm even even my family is not perfect. But you just I don't think any family. Is no perfect. family is perfect. You also, you need to know that capable of tolerating exactly. and handling because you're not able to tolerate everything, especially rape, sexual abuse, physical abuse. Just because there's someone you feel obligated to stay with because their family knows it's no bro. Mm. It's not it. Exit. Exit, exit the room. The way you exit your friendships is the same way, whether you like it or not, is more beneficial for you if you exit. And I don't think it's something you're ever going to regret if it's going to help you in the long run. Because you yeah. will like fall into depression and it's a, a bullet that you dodged. You might fall into... You never want to have sexual experiences ever again or you want yeah. to have multiple sexual partners just because at one time you didn't have the strength to leave. Yeah, and I feel like for a younger audience, probably you're like in high school or you're just about to go into campus. I feel like one way to deal with that is just look for a school far away. Yeah. <laughs> just give yourself a break from that family. Just go to Kericho. <laughs> yeah, okay. actually another way you, in yeah. case circumstances force you is... Distract yourself. Distract mm. yourself and ignorance i know it's easier said than done but ignorance you know just do your thing and try your best to hustle enough for you to support yourself because yeah. again, if you're not able to leave the toxic home i think you need to structure a plan of yeah. how you will how be able to survive in the long run, how you'll survive because maybe they just go to a far university I think the yeah just <laughs> I'm just that's because I know friends who are like hey, we not after school in Bali you yeah. are home and you're just like yeah go start a new life and it's true. you know how many times your parents come to see you we it, always it, advocate for you to look for those opportunities for you and shoot your shots yeah I think one of the biggest ways you can support yourself into leaving such a toxic place toxic places 
getting yourself to the point where you can support yourself and not need these yeah, people yeah, for your survival. You're independent. Yeah. So true. Mm. Well, guys, I feel like that's us for today. Yeah, that's I us feel for today. like it was a heavy topic, yeah. but very necessary yeah. because, as I said, no family is perfect, but there's some things you just can't tolerate for long. But yeah, be free. Start having those conversations with those people around you. You know, sometimes not even your parents, it's your sister mm. who keeps saying, you dummy, you silly person. Yeah. And you know, those things, you start internalizing them, you know, and you just stop believing in yourself and it yeah. affects your self-esteem or mm. someone picking at your insecurities all the time. Eh. Can I put people in their place? <laughs> but yeah, yeah guys, thank you so much for us. listening to episode 10. It's yeah. been a big co- uh, conversation. Continue sending in your voice notes. Yes, we got we, another voice yeah, note we got this one. week from Ivo. Thank you so much. We, we can't necessarily play it because it was more feedback. But, yeah, but, uh, but everything you, was we noted. Yeah. yeah, we acknowledged the voice note and we're thankful that you sent in one. Yes. For you who's listening, you've reached this far and you have something to say about the episode. Feel free to send us a voice note. As always, it's always in the description box down below. Yeah, the link. And the link. Talk and to us, engage as well. with us. Yeah. Our socials as well are on the link in the description. Again, you are this fine to the episode and unprovoked. You're just not following us on our socials. We don't understand. We don't understand. It doesn't make sense, <laughs> Yeah, follow us. We're available on Twitter. We're available on Instagram. Email as well. You are available on email. If you want to be sending any collaborations or any PR packages, you can email us and we'll get back to you. Yeah, guys. So, Thank see you, you guys so next much. week. Uh, it was a nice one. See you. Bye.